Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious. And in family-sized cartons, I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream, and their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious or their organ strawberry oh, i love it sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces so so good plus you got to check out their mudside flavor it's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips oh it's so good i gotta go get some ice cream right now plus you know you're in good hands with tillamook brand they make over 200 different dairy products and the brand is farmer owned and led by dairy experts boy oh boy I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. The biopic that literally no one was asking for, (laughs) but we all fucking needed. We saw Can't Stop the Music, so you know what that means. What's a nigga grow a baby in his belly? Rock a rhinestone vest while whipping Justin to Kelly. Or maybe see a burlesque show with Nick Crow. And take a bubble speed to hitting cruise control. J-Man, Big Paul, in the beautiful June. Gonna take you from the goob all the way to the room. Ran the games of Street Fighter, helped to blow off steam. Just a sucker punch the odd life of Timothy Green. Sharknado to Birdemic, how we staying alive. They call it in the badass and he's on the line. Cranking 88 minutes cause they cool as ice. Cause a bad Jim Varney looks Looking kind and nice. Paul and June getting literal. Jason is getting laid. June is making sure all the monkey shots getting paid. They judge a bunch of movies while they're making the grade. Here's a real question for you. How did this get made? Hello, people of Earth. That's a good look, Haru. And hello, people of Largo. We are live here at the Largo Theater. Our home in Los Angeles, the amazing Largo. If you're in L.A., you have to come to Largo. They have amazing shows here. And 
You know what? That theme song, if you're here in the live audience, you're seeing a visual representation of it, and it's fucking awesome, right? That was a great... Whoever did that for us on YouTube, and I'm sure I could Google it and know, but I don't, and I'm terrible. They did a great job, and they will remain nameless. We don't need to give out credit. We're all communists, all right? We all work for the show. Uh, We are so excited to have you. This is what we call a How Did This Get Made all-star show, which means it's Jason, it's me, and it's some of our favorite people who've ever been on the show. But first, let us welcome to the stage an original member of the Village People, Jason Manzoukas! What's up, jerks? Welcome. How we doing, everybody? How we doing? Welcome, Jason. Welcome. Thank you, Paul. I know you're excited Thrilled about to this to be news. here. I know you're excited to talk about the musical comedy smash of the 80s. A movie that's rated PG that has... That has dicks in it. Dicks. Dicks and tits. This movie has dicks in it. The movie has dicks in it. Um, and it's rated PG. PG. The 80s For were on a... galore. I just thought of that. The original E.T., he also had a penis. The 80s were weird. Um, all right, well... E.T. bone home. <laughs> Come on, guys. Smell let's be my cool. finger. That wasn't very good. All right. Look, man, it was great. Uh, so, it's a How Does This Get Made all-star show. These are people that you know and you love from past shows, voted on by you guys on Twitter. How about that? Whoa. Yeah. Now, Paul, what is that? I have no idea. It's kind of like Peach, but different. Yeah. No one even knows what Peach is. Peach was a real flash-in-the-pan social media thing. All right. Please welcome our first guest. Her brand-new special is coming out on March 24th on CISO. You can listen to her podcast every week called Put Your Hands Together, Cameron Esposito! Give a hug. And Hello, the audience. Give it up. You know this next man as probably one of the best Al Pacino impressionists of all time. He has an upcoming and HBO. And he has sh- agreed to do the whole show <laughs> as Al Pacino. He has an upcoming HBO show called Crashing, but you can listen to him every week on You Made It Weird. Holmes! Pete Holmes! Oh, yeah! Oh, oh, yeah! yeah. Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah! It is good to be here. Hoo-ah. Well, I'm, I gotta say, right out of the gate, very excited to have you both here because you both have done the show. New shoes. They are new, yeah. They are fresh. <laughs> you have both the box. done the show before. I like that your Pacino can't do can't talk about the movie. No. Only Pacino just, just is observational. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh ah. Caramel colored. <laughs> Come to the live shows MacBook if you want to get Pro. these jokes. <laughs> um 
White I'm, hot audience. White hot audience. I'm sorry. They're the best. Yeah, this no. is like... I, I, you, please begin. I, no, I, I was going to say I'm excited that you guys have both have done the show because I feel like this movie should only be shared with people who appreciate the finer arts of, uh, of movies. Paul, yes. that is such a great point, especially... Now, here's the thing. Obviously, I'm on this panel, but also generally in the world, kind of like a professional gay. Like, super... <laughs> like, super inside gay. Right. I watch most lesbian storylines on most television shows on YouTube, just the clips. I don't give a fuck about what the straight people are doing. I just want to see the lesbians you like, make out with a man and die. And I just want to see that. That is something you and I share. We, yeah. I know. Which I really but appreciate. You, you know, backstage, and actually now that we are out here, I can say this to your face, because I didn't, in the moment, I should have, because I said backstage, I love you, you and Transparent, that I thought you were very sensual mm-hmm. and sexual and transparent. Thank you. Isn't he very sensual? And like a believably good lover. And then you were like, wow. please, I can't wait to hear that from straight women. But just so you know, like, if you want to know, like, who knows if dudes are good at fucking, it's lesbians. Oh, yeah. Because we have no vested interest. I'm aware. Lesbians on the streets are like, you good at bed, Zooks? And yeah. I'm like, ah. And I'm like, thanks, Leah Delaria. Because we know what it takes, yep. you know? So we can, you know, we can. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. you, you see what's up. Um, but anyway. My finger game is on point. Kind of like E.T. and E.T. with yeah. that yeah, finger. Yeah, like E.T. and E.T. Because my finger also right. glows. Well. It is not cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean it's to like. It's alarming. I don't mean to like blow your mind here, but you know, that's. You light her up like a salt lamp. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it absorbs the moisture in the room. <laughs> salt lamp? Yeah. It, you're gonna Ooh, need I'm to gonna light you up like a salt lamp. That's like a Himalayan a very salt lamp thing. Look, a lot of people listen to this podcast while they clean up in the crystal shop they work at. <laughs> Most of our audience sure. are crystal shop owners and oh, patrons. Yep. Oh, yeah. We, like, that's it. Our mailbag is just crystal. <laughs> Guys, I have such a great crystal to send you for your live show. Boy, so you were saying you're, you're the, oftentimes, you're the... Oh, no, yeah. I mean, not often. Like, I just, I wanted to say that I didn't know this movie existed. Uh, yeah. And I, that is fucking crazy. But I don't know I, what you I, mean. That I, I don't didn't feel like know there's this any movie gay existed. stuff in this movie. <laughs> But you JK, know, what is even more is interesting is that you're stuff. totally fucking... Right, though. They don't say the word gay. They don't say homosexual. No. They don't say... They just are no, like... but everything the they do <laughs> is like straight up gay type No, but it's not even that... It's not even that they're doing gay stuff. Like, for sure. Really? Because no. there's a shower scene Jason. with dicks and guys have like... You said we were talking faces. about the movie Wait. in order. You don't... That happens 90 minutes in and that's the best part of Why? the dicks. <laughs> Is that you're like, oh, it's a delightful romp into discotechery, and then suddenly there's flopping sudsy dicks. But also, are you and trying... And one pair of dicks? Are you trying one. to tell me that men didn't wear, like, full Native American costumes to work at straight bars? Okay. The, I mean, we what? have... With, with bells. This movie is yeah. full of that dude's bells. Yes. Always. His costume know? has bells on it, which they were like, yeah, yeah, keep those. I so think, even if I, he's not on camera, you fucking hear this guy moving. I, I, special, I will say... Wait, I did special research on this. I have to get this out. He was... When they were actually putting together the village people, 
This guy was just a bartender, and his thing was that he wore belts. And they let him keep it! Keep that They built shit. his whole character. They were like, what has bells, reindeer, Native American people, which of these is less offensive? I think there were a couple shots I where his bells him. were peeking out, yeah. too. I would have liked him to be dressed as a reindeer. It was like the construction worker, the, uh, the police officer, the reindeer. See, I didn't know it was a Village People movie when I saw the guy in the fully Indian headdress. No, it takes like, a little while. Like I did right yeah. say, oh, wait, this is about the Village People. This like, is a movie that I was so thrilled to have no, done no research and to have known nothing about. Because there, as it started to unfold, I was like, oh, 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 oh. There are Wait, because it starts and you think, oh, Empire Records, here I am. Right. Just yep. Steve Gutenberg. Yep. Well, I mean, right. he's just going to like shave his head Gutenberg, and probably like, you know, whatever. Classic Goots. Gutenberg good. on the loose. Just saying, fuck you to the man, but we then. Are, we are actively, by the way, uh, if you guys know, we have to do oral histories of this. You can read them on Slash Film. We are trying to chase down Gutenberg to get what happened. Hit him up on Twitter. Tell him to talk to Blake. Yeah. But he, he doesn't Twitter. want Gutenberg to yet. Get at us, bro. Twitter, Facebook. Get on it. No, but I want press. But Steve Gutenberg in this. <laughs> LinkedIn. From one. I, I Guys, just, LinkedIn, with, that is the only thing I'm on. So please follow me on LinkedIn. By the way, you are you are always connecting people with business connections. It's really great. It really would help me, guys. I need to send all of your contact lists invites to LinkedIn. Do I, you, he's very young in this movie. He's very young. Do you know, like, um, if good. he had yeah. acted before? I, you know, I don't have that information in front of me. I would imagine this is an early role for him. I have a, a like, a ridiculous amount of research here. It just here. feels like he it got feels the like part. Early Gutenberg. He yeah. feels like he like, got the part, yeah. and he was like, if I don't act. Full force. Oh yeah. If oh. I don't, if During I don't shout and second. enunciate every word, louder, I'm out of this town. Louder and more emphatically than every other actor in this cast, I'm gonna be fired. If the opening doesn't have me on roller skates, I'm not doing it. Let and that's him. He's let me, great. That's him on, He's on, really on good. roller skates. Oh, I know it's him. That yeah. tush we gotta show lie. the. Let me just tell you two things to start off. We have not even started. No, there's. Well, you jumped to the dicks. You fucked hey, the whole oh, show. No. Uh, so mad. You did a PG. So mad. Yeah, the audience knows that there are dicks sloppy, galore or whatever floppy, he says. soapy dicks in this movie. You said a dick joke before we came out. Oh, I've got to get the good stuff in before you come and shout at me, shout at me all the way through. Earn it. <laughs> Earn it, Zooks. Oh, Let me. You. I'm going to wait on my dick stuff. <laughs> Lesbians know how to fuck, man. That's, That's what, what it is. Wait That's on the I'm dick. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm Let trying me to just say. Kind of... about the dick. <laughs> That's like the, use, the, the least useful thing. A dick? In sex? Yeah. That's yeah. the most useful thing no, a dick? No, least. Oh, least useful. A dick? Forget it. Yeah. It I doesn't... Mean, I get it, but agree to disagree. I would argue that I understand it, but I wouldn't want to not have it. Yeah. And if you had a magical ability actually, to turn your arm I into a dick... I honestly forgot for a minute that you guys had penises. When I was making this uh, argument, I thought I was a woman talking to other women, just like, we don't need those fucking dicks, right? <laughs> I, that's I'm how, on board for that, but if, I would only be on board for it if I had, like, sweet tits. It can happen. No, you, I think you would find if you had tits that you're just like, oh, this is just part of my body, no big deal. The tits are the dick of the lady body. I, I'm true! 
You guys are doing saying sex not No, I don't agree with that what? at all. The what? Tip, well, she, no, no. The if we're going with the Cameron, the lady body? If she's, <laughs> okay. If we're going with Cameron's thesis. We're abandoning the, the movie. <laughs> we're abandoning the movie. You did this. This is what this is about now. <sighs> you did this. I'm saying if we're buying Cameron's thesis that the dick is the least useful thing. Sure. All right. Number two has got to be lady but tits. Got, but you're saying that tits aren't useful. Yeah. Tits are crazy useful. So are dicks. We're starting there. Okay. okay. We're saying okay, if this so, is true. You're are. talking to a guy who's like, if there isn't a dick, what else is going so on? So the only thing left, the only thing really? left are buttholes and vaginas. Whoa, like whoa, that's whoa. And balls. Oh, wait. So we're talking the balls are not. They're a. Pa- we're we're separating the package. So we're wait, taking it if out. We're taking the balls. Wait. So the dick and the balls. Do they go together? No, 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 no. Is the, it a package no, listen, deal? I'm not. Cra- it's a package. Yeah. I'm not a. I'm not a maniac. Because I, I know don't that. have a dick. I'll shove the balls in something. But, well. But only for the sake of I'm pre-programmed to think something's going in something. See, I think the balls well, are the most. You can put something useless. in something. I mean, well, I have to say. Yeah. To, of course, ba- balls are where there are little, there are little tiny people in there. Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. right, right. They make the okay. well, now, human race. You're right, but they aren't alive in there. There aren't. You they're realize more like colony of people. So they're like, sea monkeys. Like, it's it's the they're sea monkeys. They're on their own. You can't value that. Boats. You can't value the sea monkeys and throw away the ding dong. That is the whole point of the, being a lesbian. The ding dong is the footbridge yes. that the monkeys take. No, it yes. is not. And Fucking! It is they, not. They, 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 they're in the, the ball castle, and they come out in Idris Elba. That's the drawbridge. On the no, rainbow you bridge. Are, Wait, you're putting you Thor into it, and it's like when they dump tar on invaders. You guys are acting no. You guys are acting as if there are no other cylindrical things in the world besides the things that are attached to your well, body. Well, I mean, there's like there's no. one cylindrical thing attached to balls. There, you're right. There oh, is. sorry. iTunes has something to say. I, <laughs> yes, iTunes. Do you need an update, iTunes? Uh, guys, we're going to get to the bottom of this. And then we're going to get back to the music. Right we can't in, stop the music. What is the least important part of the sexual organs? Write us in uh, on earwolf.com. Butt cheeks aren't doing much. <laughs> I agree. Can we agree on that? I, I think agree. a good butt Although cheek but, is good, yeah. But, but, Look, I like it all. Can we just say I'm not anti any of it? We're just trying to find the least important part. Okay, so we're building a hierarchy from least to most. Yeah, and I we would already you. put Dick as one of the least. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. Do you know what is amazing? It's the thing that makes it great for me. Guys, this, but is, maybe it's, this is so fun for me, though, because what happened was... That a one woman yes. in your lives, like this is, ha- this is what your guys' lives are like. Sure. One time you heard a woman, me, say, I think penises are unimportant. Sure. And the entire purpose of this podcast no, no. <laughs> was set aside no, no, but you- so that you could all scream joke for right. 20 yeah. minutes yes. about how your dicks are wonderful. Sure, yes. Right. No, but you're. Meanwhile, I can't get a fucking woman in the White House to save my soul. Is well, that you know, the if, thing if that's if on I the say... other side of the scale? Yeah. Woman yes. Is... Yes. Are you kidding me? You're somebody. One 
person told you your dick is unimportant? For the entirety of the history of the human race, women have been kept in locked cages giving birth <laughs> to your stupid babies. Okay, now, let me just say this. Any woman I've been involved with, the cage is unlocked. You let him out. Yeah, but she keeps she herself tied, in there. She is tied into she the cage. She keeps herself in oh, there. Oh, she keeps herself in there? Is that I because she can the go government it said that her body... Lane. You're creating a very 10 Cloverfield Lane situation. Spoilers no spoilers. No spoilers. no spoilers. Anyway, this movie... Uh, <laughs> welcome back to How Did Dicks Get Mad? <laughs> Let me just put some perspective on this film. Uh huh. This movie is the reason why the Razzies exist. If you don't understand the Razzies, the Razzies are the Academy Awards for the worst movies ever. So the creator of the Razzies saw this and Xanadu at a double feature and was like, I got an idea. We need to award this something. But I, I personally feel like that is unearned. I mean, I'm so glad that it yeah. started the Razzies, but yeah. I will fight. This I is agree. a very fucking good movie. I, but you know what? Sometimes the Razzies, it's the best of, like, you oh, could good put point. this up against probably the best film of the 80s, but fuck, man, this is the best movie. I mean, I watched 124 minutes of this happily. Like, psyched. Like, oh, it yeah, was it's, long. It's real long. It's, but it long didn't, I didn't feel long. Here's, just, I, just to give you a couple of things to talk about, or not to talk about, but things that I think we should get out of the way first. So Alan Carr, the producer, right, of this movie, had a disco in his Hollywood home and invited the village people over. Is this the deadliest game but with yeah. dancing? Were they, can I ask a question? Yeah. Uh, were they already massively popular or? They were very popular they, at this okay. point. He invited them over. One of the things about this movie was by the time this was released, they were done. So they had already achieved everything. I mean, they still went on, but they never, they, they, you know, they, they hit their peak and they were going down. They never recovered from claiming you could get a good meal at the YMCA. Uh, well, I think maybe also, I think some stuff happened for gay dudes in the 80s. Well, I also yes. think that that yes. meal yeah. might have and been I a And I think milk. some of that was like... May have bred into it. Yeah. Right. Um, but anyway, so Alan Carr had the village people over for dinner. And it was what like, if he didn't invite one of them, <laughs> didn't invite like the me. most specific fuck you to the Indian. <laughs> Could, GI, you're one. not allowed to come. I don't like your warmongering ways. Um, but he invited them over and was like, this is a movie. And four weeks later, <laughs> the script was ready. <laughs> And it was perfect, by the way, also. Yes. Wow. Every kink worked out. Later, he called the first disco musical. He called uh, Steve Gutenberg. And, oh, this is actually another interesting point. So, obviously, uh, at the time, Bruce Jenner was in it. So, now the question is, as we continue to talk about uh, Bruce Jenner's role in it, do we, do we refer to Bruce Jenner as Bruce Jenner, or do we refer to him as Caitlyn? That was something that we were talking about backstage. What is the appropriate uh, thing. Well, it's Bruce Jenner unequivocally that is in the movie. It is Bruce Jenner in the movie. IMDB wouldn't lie. But no, I, IMDB no, I quotes her, it quotes Caitlin. it as Caitlin. Yeah. Which is actually really cool because yeah. also the trivia is updated, which is really rad. Yeah. That made me really happy. 
Um, I think what was the it's trivia? Caitlyn as Bruce Jenner. That's well, it, what it is. Yeah, it says, so it, well, the trivia oh. says like this is Caitlyn Jenner's first movie, for instance. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, but I will say, I think. I just saved money on car insurance. That's so progressive. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Pete? No. Wow, goodbye, no. Pete. Bye. No. Pete is no. left. No. Pete is left. No. 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 Do not reward that. Do not reward that. Guys. Guys, do not reward Pete's not subtle product placement. <laughs> he is being by the way for that joke. Hashtag do not do jokes for money on our show. By the way, if we want to talk about not subtle product placement. Besides Dr. Pepper, Baskin and Robbins um, did a tie-in with the movie with an ice cream flavor called Can't Stop the Nuts. So good. So good. But, yes. I want to, I actually just, just, bef- just before we move on, because I, no, I, I don't actually want this, I don't want this person to be laughed at on the show. Um, I just want to say that I think it is, we, I think we do call uh, yes. this person, I think we do call them Bruce in this movie. In this, okay. And I'm going to tell you why I think that's true because it is like, it is awesome and revolutionary that Bruce took this acting job. I think now, yes. knowing what we know about Caitlin, yeah, I think she might have read this script and seen herself there in this script, about which that is that really fucking to. rad. Sure. I um, agree with that too. Like I was like, oh, this is really interesting that this was... Because here's the other thing, and this is, again, a little bit of research at the top because we'll get into the fucking craziness of this movie. But, um, uh, but Bruce was offered a role in this or Airplane. He was going to play the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar role, turned down Airplane, and chose this, which makes me go that to your thesis, which is like this might have spoken to her more than Airplane. I also think it's, it's really important to think about the fact that so the village people were happening... And gay, this movie has a lot of gay subtext. And it's also just like text. But the word gay is never, no, the word gay is never said. Is the word gay said, nor, nor nobody the presumption kisses. that they are gay. Yes. No. They are the but, sexual objects of women. They are, they are in gay, like Lulu yes. is like obsessed with the Indian. They make out at one. But there is also like a very weird kind of, even though there is tons of gay stuff in it, there is not a gay storyline. Well, I, just, I think it's also like they, they, People say again and again throughout the movie, they're like, look at these bunch of weirdos. Why are they so weird? Have you ever noticed how weird these weirdos are? And then you other people are like, out they're the from village. the village. Yes. Yeah. So there is a, it's actually, it is like an open conversation about yes. homosexuality, as open as it could have been at that time. So it's really amazing to think about the number one most macho yes. man uh, in the world at the time, Bruce Jenner, being in this movie. So at the time, it's progressive in a different way. Like, yes, at the time, right. people are watching this, and he's adding them um, this, like, credence and kind of family values thing. Well, he's, and like, then well, he's, now, elevating, he's elevating a material by putting himself in it. He's elevating, like, he's saying, it's, it's okay, this well, is okay. And learns his, a lesson and wears a crop top. Is, his arc, yes. His arc is he starts as someone who is, like, you know, a square who's like, this is making me uncomfortable. It's almost like a Republican. Yeah. 
Exactly. Which it seems he almost he starts weird. his own political views. Yeah. Uh, but as he goes through the movie, that character comes to accept everyone and, and all of that and, and every and support all of the people that are in it. Yeah. And oddly, like he was getting a divorce at that time, and he said, "I want to come to New York City to have some fun." And it was interesting. Oh, his character. His character. So I hope that Wait, I, I hope wanna, that she now. Yes. I hope that this movie is. Like a fun thing that she did. I would love to hopefully get her for the oral history of this, uh, which we are actively just because like do. it's really awesome to watch this person who now is such a lightning rod for other things. Yes, um, for for coming out as trans to like the conversations that actually happen in this movie. I totally. She's agree. defending herself. Well, I will. It's like I, this is just one crazy. other thing that's interesting. Bruce, uh, Bruce only our she only acted in two things. This. And Jack and Jill. The Adam Sandler movie? Yes. Wow. The only two, 2011, 1980, both won worst film of the year. That's the one connective tissue between the two. Whoa. Very interesting. So that is that. But I agree. I think there... So that's what we will The reason then. I wanted to talk about uh, her as Bruce was because I... I had never seen her as Bruce. Am I, say, am I doing this right? Yeah. I'm not even trying to be funny. Right? In terms of acting in something? I had never seen Bruce Jenner. That's, that's real. I don't follow this stuff, so I just saw... You never saw, like, Bruce like, Jenner in a... And he wasn't in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I haven't seen yeah. Jack and Jill, so this is my first time seeing him. <laughs> so I saw... Or the Olympics. Just like a... Like, I thought he was very charismatic and, oh, yeah. and very good-looking and... And, and it was funny. Like, he was, we were talking about, yeah. he had notes of John Ritter and, and Jim Carrey in it. So I was just kind of like, this is great. He it's was, like I little, thought he was like, plus he can totally good. dunk. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Dunk? In, yeah, the in the YMCA thing. sequence. Oh, yeah. Only in there for one second because they were like, we have the, we have an Olympic athlete who can do everything running, jumping. Yeah. He is like, but he, his specialty. <laughs> Dunks. <laughs> when he did that dunk, I was like, I, I actually thought during the YMCA number, I was like, well, I want more Bruce to fight because who cares about everybody else on these parallel well, they had, bars? Like, one, they, was, they were in the YMCA, which I get it. Like, there's a lot to do at the YMCA. But is like, there? In, is there that? that? By the way, that's the Glendale was, YMCA. Just there for was, all it is. No, it's not. single sport is it? available. Oh. Every sport of, was available there. Yeah. Like, there might as well have been like a motocross track. And with, with no division betwixt. Zero. They're all doing it. Just in, a pommel yeah. horse yep. right there next was, to a judo match. Yeah. The, guy, <laughs> the guy on the gymnastics horse, I didn't know it was in slow motion. It's the first slow motion thing. And I was like, this man is remarkable. <laughs> Because he was... But there was also I looked in the control. background and someone was jumping in slow yeah. motion. I was like, uh, man cannot fly. Hey, everybody, hold that thought. We have to interrupt the podcast to give thanks to our sponsors. Why? Well, the sponsors keep the show free. And they want to hook you up with some cool as shit stuff. First up, MeUndies. Oh, me undies. Think about it. We're in our underwear all the time. Don't you want to have the best underwear? Well, let me tell you, me undies is the best, okay? It's like packing your junk in a bunch of foam peanuts. You feel supported, but cool, and also people want to get in that box, okay? That's what I'm talking about. Now, yes, it's not as bulky as foam peanuts, 
Basically, MeUndies is made from this modal fiber, which is actually softer than cotton. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Almost two times as soft as cotton. And they make your junk and your lady junk feel damn good. I've worn MeUndies. I wear MeUndies. And let me tell you why. Because they feel like a second skin. I feel like I'm a mermaid, okay? I don't even feel like I'm wearing underwear. So you can have all the vicariousness of being a person who doesn't wear underwear with actually wearing underwear because this just fits your body so good. And then you don't have to clean out all the stains in your jeans or make people see all the weird stuff going on in the subway, you know, basic instinct style. I know that's an old reference, but you guys probably don't even know about basic instinct. Oh, back in my day, Sharon Stone, she uncrossed her legs and crossed her legs and she wasn't wearing underwear. Here's the deal, people. Put underwear on your body and make it cool underwear because MeUndies has two ways to get it. You can get a regular pair, or you can get a subscription. And guess what? They have limited edition prints to help you make a statement. So when you're getting it on or you just are taking off your pants in front of a loved one that you've been with for a long time, they're like, whoa, hey, what's up? That's right. Make your junk a gift all year round. Dozens of styles. Get on it. Here's the deal, okay? You try them on. You don't like them. First pair. Don't worry about it. No questions asked. You keep them. They're free. Done. That's how convinced they are that you're going to love these fucking pair of underwears. Okay, shipping's free in the U.S. and Canada, and you can save $8 a pair with the MeUndies subscription plan. So, get a subscription or a single pair. Get 20% off your first order when you go to MeUndies.com slash bonkers. That's B-O-N-K-E-R-S. That's MeUndies.com slash bonkers for 20% off your first order. MeUndies.com slash bonkers. So, now that we've gotten... A lot of business out of the way. I mean, a lot. We have talked we about have it all. We have not started talking about the movie. Let's talk about the opening of this movie, which just sets the tone. Um, so basically, I just again, it's a little bit more visual for you guys, but just to get it, get you into the vibe of what we're. Gonna, this is how the movie starts. Why is there, why are there so many people in the record store? It Never addressed. It's like as if, it's as if yeah. something is like everybody needs to buy records now or they're gonna die. It's Rex Manning Day. Why is it framed like you're seeing the movie through a tiny peephole? You know, uh, it's like letterbox. a mailbox slot. But it's not on my TV. It would be like that, and then it would jump to uh, old oh. TV. The eyelines oh, yeah. are also all over the place. Oh, in the pretty. middle of this scene, Steve Gutenberg is delivering lines just to camera. There's a couple of times where I felt like he was looking at me, and yeah. I was Valerie Perrine. I yeah. was like, wow, I'm all right, sure. There's a I'm lot beautiful. of... There, wait, I'm beautiful. Is, is Valerie Perrine the name of the... That's the, the, that's that's the, the woman? The beautiful yeah. woman, yes. There is a moment... and I, Listen, I'm so sorry. We're doing this very out of order. That's but fine. there is a moment where uh, the bike... Biker? Yes. His I, name I, is yes. the biking guy. By the way, they just call they just call them by their. Names. Oh, he's the le- he's the Leatherman. Yeah. So it's the GI, the and construction I, worker, I, the biker, the cowboy, the Native the American. Yes, but I remember he's the Leatherman also because he punches the wall later and he goes, "Leatherman, don't cry." <laughs> um, but he is about to sing, and he takes a sip of 
Dr. Like he Pepper. takes a last minute sip of Dr. Pepper that yeah. I think was not in the script, but he was trying to punch up. Oh like, yeah, product it's placement. Right before he's doing Danny Boy, yeah. he's in the he slips it in the middle of the song before he has to jump up yes. like an octave. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. He takes a sip before he's going to pop up his voice, the and doctor. she turns and definitely looks at the director. <laughs> and but, I would by just, the way, I would just hold say on, you we should have, see that we moment. Have it she here. turns and goes. Um, so this is. This is the le- this is um we're just jumping around but fuck it uh, this it's is in the, the leather movie. this is the leather man you don't need to- oh yeah you're gonna see it yeah we have the scene so this is uh, when Steve Gutenberg is holding auditions seemingly for anyone with talent it's like America's Got Talent you would think it's just for a band but it's jugglers flamethrowers. Tennis players. <laughs> clowns. Giant clowns on stilts. Anyone. A giant clown on stilts. Well, I think we have to get him, give him a little bit of credit because he, he might not know that he's supposed to value their voices since at the beginning of this movie, he didn't know how to get his music made. That is true. Because he had a bad voice and then he was like, but what do I do if I write songs and I have a bad voice? And it took another character yeah. Yeah. in the movie to be like, have somebody else sing them. And then the... And then the As next... if it was never done before yeah. 1980. Yeah. He was like, Frank I don't Sinatra did not compose hell. his own shit. And then the next person she sees is the Indian that we all know. Yep. And then she goes, I can't find anybody that sings. And he's like, that's rough. He goes, unless you can. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Problem introduced. Salt. <laughs> yes. Everyone then, here is everyone... literally... Picked off the street. Like, yeah. how about you? Yeah. I'm in. All right, great. This guy only got the audition because he walked in front of everybody because he wanted a tax rebate. Right. He was doing tax. Well, let's take a Which look. Which is amazing because this is how he showed up for a tax rebate. <laughs> for a movie, for a movie that doesn't purport to say that any of its characters are gay, the biker is like out of control. By the way, <laughs> the biker I will, is like, I will say. Happened? I will say there is one thing, uh, one person who did not want to be associated with being gay at all, and that is the police officer, because he left the group to pursue a solo career during pre-production, and he was like, I need to show that I'm the straight one. So he brought his girlfriend into the movie, so he oddly is placed with his girlfriend throughout the movie. Uh, That is Victor Willis. So he just like actively was like, I'm not with this. I'm out of it. Wait, do you mean like the, you mean... Is it the original the lead singer, Victor Willis, the police and the police officer, the cop that when someone complained about a crime said, "You write it down." Yes. There's a, and then they're like, "There's a notebook and pencil over there." He goes, "I'm straight. You write it down." <laughs> he was like, "My wife, straight. my Just wife needs to gay. be in this movie." He was uh, like, "This is like." So he did. All right. So here, this is the Leather Man coming in. To do taxes. And, did, uh, what happened to Chester? What do you do, Blake? I'm a toll collector at the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. Do all toll collectors look like that? Just the hot ones. That's What's true, your by the way. They found uh, them. Aren't you here for the additions? Auditions? I'm here for an extension on my income tax. Glenn, oh. <laughs> you're in the wrong room. We're having auditions for a singing group. A singing group? Yeah. Well, you ain't heard nothing yet. He whispers into the piano what player's ears. He whispers once. One oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes Look are at that The package is almost obscenely positioned. down the mountainside. He's now singing. The summer's gone and all the roads. 
Jesus falling. Tis you, Picture this. Tis this is a man in a full leather outfit with mutton chops singing in a law office. And here we but go. But come ye back when summer's in the meadow. I really want to know if it's on the soundtrack. Oh, when the valley's hush and white with snow. Here he goes. Okay. It's I'll be. Dr. Pepper, sip. Here Look in at her. Look at her. Look at her. Look at her. Oh, Danny right. boy. Oh, she definitely is looking at the director. Look at her. Look at her. Look at her. Look at her. There's no one Sunshine. over there. There's no oh. one over there. She is just overtly laughing and looking around like, are we shooting this? <laughs> I kind of feel like like he did that as a bit. Like, yeah, yeah oh, we have so much fucking product plates. I'll take a sip of this dumb thing. That is absolutely what happened. There's no one over there in the world of this room. Yeah. Everyone is behind him. She just looks out the window at the moment. And by the way, an interesting side note, as I said, I have a lot of research on this movie. The director hated her so much that she refused to be on set whenever she was on set. The director. The director was like, when the lead of my movie because, is on screen, I'm out. Everything. She's in every scene. Yes. So the director... He's like, think of me as a bra. I don't work with her. <laughs> That's very funny if you realize she's never wearing a bra. Um, the director left, left the screen, or uh, left and just had the DP be there for every time Valerie Perrine was on screen. And you might know Valerie Perrine is Lex, Lex Luthor's like girlfriend in uh, the first, second Superman. Uh, okay, so holy shit. This movie, this movie opens with a fucking seven minute long roller skating oh. scene that is so geographically wrong in New York City that I wouldn't normally bring up such a thing, but it starts like in Midtown, then is immediately like, Uptown and then downtown, then back on 42nd Street, then on the oh, east side. And for him to have roller skated over that much of New York would have taken days. He's and, also right in the middle of the street and yep. surprised by I, everything. Yes. And he holding just, a transistor radio the whole time, like, bam, what? bam, bam. What? Polo shirts tucked into white pants, acting like an Like, if he was in traffic, you'd be like, this guy is the biggest fucking asshole. Like, he's like, everything is... You would he's hit the guy and take the points on your license. Oh, yeah. That's what you, you would, would be do. like, this guy needs to go down. Yes, and New York would be, would like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just watch a second of it, because it is, it is just good to see. What thought could he be holding in his mind as an actor? I got a movie. What was you're asking? What was his actor's secret? Yeah, because he maintains a staggering yeah. level of enthusiasm the whole time. Well, he is working at this record store. The guy's like, "Tonight we got to do inventory." He's like, "No, I'm a lyricist, or he calls it a composer. Uh, I am a composer. I need to DJ because, as we all know, DJing is the the step that you need into releasing your songs. Because he's basically going to sabotage the club. It's like." I'll play my own shit and then I'll become popular. Not really well, DJs, I don't think. But that's think. what happens. Yeah, that does exactly and, what And happens. you know that's what's going to happen because every line he has is he goes, music makes people happy. I want to make people happy. This is how I'm going to do it. Yeah, and, and then like Valerie Perrine is like, you know, kind of 
whatever, acting like an older sister or whatever. And he's like, no, you don't understand. Tonight, I'm going to play my music. Somebody's <laughs> going to hear me. They're going to give me a record deal. I'm going to become the biggest musician on the planet. And then that all happens. But <laughs> also, but also, they've never it. had this conversation until the day that it's That's, filmed here. Yep. Because he says... I want to get a record deal tonight. And she's like, I don't think it's going to happen tonight. He's like, are you sure? I'm pretty sure it's going to happen tonight. And she's like, okay, well, just so you know, I'm a super famous model. Yep. And I know tons of people that gave me a record I've deal. I've fucked everybody in the music business. So I'll help you. Why have we this- never had this conversation before? She By the way, says, play music. We've been, been living together <laughs> for a long time. You what? were in here making music. You know I've been- I never thought of yeah. this. She oh, basically I know goes everybody. to the but it's like you're really good. Yes. And he, he lives with her. They yeah. live together. This is and like mama's got connections. By quote, the way, quote I thought from the that movie. they I thought that they were brother and sister because they said like, but they aren't. No. Their relationship is not romantic. It's not Paul, what movie. it is is sometimes you're a famous model. Yeah. And by this point, fat. Because oh, yeah. also, ninety percent of her dialogue is how about is about how she's let herself go. She is real thin. She and, is a she but, is a two but to, to be a four. Fair, she looks gross. She's basically like I'm not. I'm done being a model. Finally, I can eat all the shitty food I want. Finally, like I can make this lasagna that oh, I yeah, dropped my you... contacts in. <laughs> they didn't sit on that for too long. The first person that eats it finds the contact. Also. Nobody that wrote this movie or was there when this movie happened knows how contacts work because yeah. when you have them when you wear them and then they come out of your eyes you lose the ability to see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that it's not like it's not yeah, you don't go on. That's really the reason why you put them in your eye in the first no, place. No, she, she <laughs> was she was coloring her eyes like Skeletor. <laughs> I like the idea of like her apartment is just full of jars full of contacts and Perrier. But, but what's supposed to have happened in the movie is that he was house sitting for her okay. and then they just lived together. And there was one line that he said alright so that clears stuff up so she just met this random dude said house sit for me. That's right. He didn't do a good job house sitting. No. All the plants died which are the most important thing to her but she let that slide. And she's because because she's basically like Poison Ivy from the Batman movie. Yeah. Like, wherever she is, there's p- plants growing everywhere. <laughs> you I didn't mean, have to say from the Batman yeah, movie. I didn't think you I meant didn't want the leap Poison of Ivy three. from the Drew Barrymore film yeah, where yeah. she kind of played the Long Island Lolita. Yeah. Or, or Poison Ivy from Poison Ivy 2, the Alyssa Milano movie. <laughs> or po- Poison Ivy, the leaves of three that you leave be. He also... <laughs> <laughs> Steve Gutenberg also regularly sexually harasses her in her own house. Oh, yeah. He grabs her ass the first time. He's either, yeah. hey, fatso, yeah. you give him this piggy a run for her money? It was like a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where nothing went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was roller skating and, he, and I grabbed her ass. That, it was fine. By the way, what you just described is entourage. Uh, I would love it if Entourage and Curb Your Enthusiasm did um, a, a swap episode <laughs> where they like interacted with each other because they're both in L.A. <laughs> Let's write it! <laughs> there, uh, there is a moment, Steve Gutenberg, when he's DJing, where he's like in this booth at the club and he's like, he's manning the, the whatever the DJ board is, but it's like switches like a NASA control panel. It's like, hold on. Switch, 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 switch. Bruce switch. Jenner walks in. I thought I turned down this movie. Yeah. 
Let, let them get it. Let them get it. Like a air, it's no, like we're air, waiting. Yeah, it's like, air, <laughs> it's like airplane controls, and a, yeah, we get it. But that's—I don't think out. No, no matter where DJ has gone and where it, it's it's gone, like I don't think that DJing ever involved that many switches. Like it's no. not like he was turning on lights. It's and, unclear. But then also she can just come up there, and when she's up there. He's not doing anything. Yeah. And then another guy comes up. We don't know who that guy is. Yeah, no. And then Steve Gutenberg, who just quit his job so that this DJ night could happen, goes, hey, man, I feel like I've really done my job. Can you take this next set? I thought... To a stranger. And then that stranger's like, uh, yeah, of course. And then just immediately starts DJing. Because everybody can DJ. Yeah, everybody's ready. I thought that was going to be a big turn in the movie that he ruins everything. I knew that no one liked his music. But it was Entourage, not Curb. Right. If it was Curb, it would have been like, I didn't know he was going to play polka. <laughs> All that had to happen was that he had to play for a half an hour. I think that's what ended up happening. But he showed he up for tight 30 minutes. He played his music, which was great. But then he's like, I don't know how to do this more of this. Like, he <laughs> well, did so it perfectly. Like, he created a perfect song with singers. And he's like, oh, I need singers. Gutenberg Why? is always setting stuff up and then, like, kind of walking away and socializing. <laughs> That's the same thing when they're recording in her apartment outdoors. Yeah. Listen, um, and his you mom is know. like so <laughs> proud. I can't believe my son has a real outdoor it, music show. Yes. So good. He's recording so good. an outdoor record or whatever. She, it's so she crazy. knew what it was. Yep. And, Just and like the real one. He should be like manning the board, but instead he's like. I mean, and then he smokes like, a J. Yeah, yeah, he high. should be he should be manning the board. There should also be a board. Yep. Oh yeah, he, for sure. Maybe any there should be a... some recording equipment besides just one mic. Yep. Because yeah. it seemed to me he just wanted backup singers, right? That like, it originally seemed like he just needed backup vocals, right? Because well, it never establishes how bad his voice is. She's just like, ah, oh, turn, turn it off. And in the background, it's like. <laughs> and I will also add that when they do set up, when they do comb New York City, but mostly the village, to find the perfect band, because Steve Gutenberg's voice is so bad, yeah. 90% of the people in that band only dance. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You can't hear dancing. <laughs> That's the producer yelling at him for making a poor choice. Um, and in the middle of this, Bruce Jenner appears. Is like, like, like his his entrance in is kind of he gets un- robbed by the old lady. Yeah, his and I couldn't figure is out that first. He, what is, he is full on in this movie physical comedy for the for really for like the first like five times you see him. He's getting lasagna in his lap. Yeah, he's getting like held so, up. Is he part of the bread on fight? Him. What? Isn't he part no. of the bread fight? Or no, he- that's a different person. Do you mean, wait, do you mean when uh, the model's agent that's it. goes... The Kate McKinnon character <laughs> gets hit with a loaf of bread. Walks, you know, gets out of New the car, York. somebody grabs a piece of bread, smacks her on the ass, nothing she gra- else? Yeah. No, she grabs it, smacks them. No, you're yeah. right, that is what happens. And they come out of something called the erotic baker. Yeah. That's right. So I was like, is this bread supposed to be sexy? Well, what is this? You know what it well, was? Well, it's penis shit. It was a, a baguette. Yeah. It was a club sandwich. Oh, God. No. 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 <laughs> Guys, we cannot reward him. Um, 
I wanted to. I did want to kind of show this, like the sex scene, or because I guess like you know Bruce comes in and then Valerie Perrine kind of likes him, and this is like a great uh, little. Oh, but this is after. Oh yeah. This is after this. uh, Wait, where are you going from? Right, this frame. Uh, We don't have to. Oh yeah, you should back up. I know. I don't just know a I little have. bit. Yeah, from when she takes her dress off you know and what? he's in the barber chair. I may, I may because actually have that here. This blew my mind. Um, this, I may have it. I just taking me a second to kind of pull it up. But yeah, this, like, uh, the, the the relationship that they have here is. Hold on a second. We'll talk about it. And I'll it's also it. difficult because there seems to be a love story building between them, but he's a square and he keeps like running away intermittently to be like, I don't approve of this. And then he comes back and is like, I'm sorry, I was a jerk. I do approve of this. The and entire time he has a, we- a wedding ring, he says he's divorced. Even when he proposes to her at the end of the movie, the wedding ring is still on. Yes. Can I also ask, why is he here? He is... Does anyone know why he's he here? He is. He has transferred to this law office because he's getting divorced and he needs to get out of Ohio. Yes, but why is but, he... And his, her sister gave him the mission to bring a cake to Valerie Perrine, <laughs> which he does. That is the transactional element of their meeting. But then they meet randomly because he's also inexplicably a lawyer in the office of record executive this yes. dude and they cross paths in that office and that leads All to right. that scene we just saw in the elevator losing the briefcase well I mean you know nailed it New York City there's like eight people you're gonna yeah, bump into the you same people everybody all the time in New York again and again okay but wait keep going keep going right. keep going uh, keep going keep going keep going yeah. Keep going, keep going. Okay. No, no, okay. no, yeah, yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, no. So he he has his no pants on because lasagna fell in his pants. She puts him in a barber chair. And no, then, he puts himself in the yeah, barber chair. Yeah, he okay. got in and he had a hard time figuring it yeah. out, I'll tell you that right now. She gets she manages to fall on top of him. Now they're attached because her, her underpants... Her dress is, it doesn't matter. Just play. No, you... Don't bother explaining it. They explain it while it's happening. She's oh. like, now I'm caught, and I'm going to have to slip out of my dress. I'm into it. And wait, and you're telling me this script was written in four weeks? <laughs> By Bruce Valanche. Oh. Here we go. Amazing. Where? My cough down here. Where? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a second. Wait a minute. Are you married? Oh, kind of. Now listen, I draw the line at younger men, but I definitely draw the line at younger married men. It's coming through. What? My divorce. Should that is a like... line. No, it's not. I don't draw That's why I moved from St. Louis. To have some fun. Here we go. Get ready. Her dress. Are you? <laughs> I am now. <laughs> This little piggy went dark, and this little piggy went home. Wait, I'm saying, what is this? Playing with his feet. Like, playing with his feet, and then he's like... You sure get up quick? And then he has, like, a dick, like, a heart. She says you sure got up quick. Yeah, like he's got a full boner, right? piggy. Grammarian? Something like that. You sure know your body, English. You're not so bad yourself. to the wide shot. That's where you want to be in a sex scene. Where are they? What's the room look like? 
How's people, it arranged? People aren't going to know where they are. <laughs> the, then, the part that for me is really weird is it goes from like a sensual, like, you know, like they're, t- they're together, they're stuck together, blah, 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 into her tickling his feet going, this little piggy went to me, me, me. This little piggy, me, 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 me. And it is real weird. But I think... But you do have to give this scene credit for being, I would say, maybe the second best scene where someone's arms are stuck on a lever behind the first best scene where someone's arms are stuck on a lever in planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah, that is the best. Yeah, I agree. In the hierarchy of scenes where someone's arm is stuck on a lever. This is number two. This is definitely number two. Thank you. Then he implies, was I, am I wrong that it seems like they started doing butt stuff. Oh no, they do. That's in there. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Oh, if we're tracking, go out. If yeah. we're tracking Wait, the logic see, like, that this, he's this like, this may be the line. This may be the line. Let's all right. See. I think he's. I think he speed, says, speed don't, ahead to after "Aren't we the supposed to be bedroom. trying stuff?" Wait, we. Yeah. You forget you're your feet. We won't have to worry about that for a while. We need a laugh there. Something with the lamp. These are the 80s, kid. You're going to do a lot of things you've never done before. (laughs) Yeah. So they do butt stuff, but then in the... Well, but then in the morning, presume, we presume. presume. You always presume with but butt I don't know. stuff. I, think that's very, I was going to say, that's very presumptuous on she's his part. She's done butt part. stuff before. So yeah. he's doing... All right, she he's course. everybody in the music biz. He's re- Even the touchstone kid. He's redoing butt stuff with her. But then in the morning, he's too shy to show his butt cheeks to her. Yeah. You did the butt stuff. No, he let, like let the hams aggressively out. nervous to like get out of bed yeah. and have to put on his boxer shorts. And she's straight up asleep. Yeah. He's worried because there's a movie being yes. shot. <laughs> By the way, he's not, well, yet cam- he's not yet comfortable with cameras being everywhere. <laughs> By the way, just to talk about the, the entourage nature of this movie. It is a non-conflict conflict. Hey, are you married? No. Okay, great. Like, and like, like, for like, why even put the wing ring he on? Says kind of, doesn't kind he? of. He's like, he's like, my oh, the divorce. But is going through. my like, assumption would be if I interacted with someone who is getting divorced but still wearing the wedding ring, I'd be like, well, you're not over it. No, like, you're clearly still. But then she off. lays out her rules, and she, you, we just listen to it. She yep. goes. I draw the line at young men. Okay, that's one line. Yep. But I really draw the line, a darker line, at married young men. So you're just telling me two boundaries. That should have been like, I'll fuck a young guy, but a young man. She doesn't know how talking works. And then I really draw the line. Has, she just does it anyway. Yeah, and like then she does like, it. I'll, I'll she draw these know. lines, but I will cross them. But by the she way, doesn't know what line But by is. the way, this is a conflict that means... Nothing. No, none it's of like, it. no. are you married? No. Yeah, it's like, no. Oh, okay. Well, fuck then. Yeah. And like, and then, like, the end, he marries her. Like, it was never like, well, we're having a hard t-. Like, even yeah. that, like, my wife and I are trying to figure it out. Like, no, we're getting a divorce. This is the sex equivalent of Gutenberg letting a stranger take over the disco booth <laughs> uh, on his big night. Oh, my God. No have, you know, I am Barely so, scratched I'm surface. so curious. <laughs> I'm actually really curious about that scene, though, that you guys are bringing up with the, with the undies that are yeah. not on. Like, I wonder if that... Whose undies? Uh, his undies are where off. He's, where he changes under the sheet? Yeah, he puts his little undies on, and I, I was watching that, and I was thinking, like... Are, this is a PG movie? 
Yes, PG, but there is Okay, dicks. then that explains it. Because there was... But there's like a ton of dicks in it. <laughs> and tits. Right. And I'm not... This is not... I'm not trying to call anybody out, but I actually wonder if she was uncomfortable with her body. If she was? Oh, yes, yeah. Well, oh, yes. I, you know what? I would... Well, I would imagine that at this point, it, like, the way that she was viewed in... Uh, America, like, because it's an Olympic athlete. Yeah. So Total you have to be like, cake, I'm not sure. going to show my ass I think in a fucking true. movie. Like, I yeah. just felt like it was like, it's it was still beneath. interesting, though, because, like, I mean, again, I'm not, like, trying to call anybody out. I just, when, because of the, the beefcake nature, yeah. When um, he gets out of bed, he's, like, very protective of his bod. I was just, I mean, I was watching. Yeah, you're right. This. It is surpri- it's surprising. And I'm not in a saying this to laugh like, at it. I'm saying, like, well, here's when, I will say when this. people talk about trans people, this is a fucking interesting movie to watch. This is somebody who's like sexualized and also clearly uncomfortable with their body on camera, and then changed their body so that they felt more comfortable. And I think it's fucking cool that this person made themselves feel more comfortable. And I think it's also interesting for us to have this on tape so that we can see that like. People can improve their comfort level in the world. Okay, that's a very serious thing to say. No, on but this I, podcast, I, 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 I no, but, I but it's important to it, say it. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's like because it is, especially in this movie. Like, it, it's. I think. It, I think there's a lot of interesting telltale things in this movie about. I think there's also something to be said for the fact that he is playing a square. Like he's not going to be someone who's going to get naked. But even you know I mean? like, yes. Yeah. Also, this is. But but for, look at him here shirt. when he finally yeah. when he when he finally when he finally like quits his like job. He's in short shorts and a half shirt. Yeah. And is, happy. Look at how happy that person is. Yeah. See how fucking awesome that is. That's a person that's that is a woman. That it's is amazing. that really is a is beautiful everything. like. A be- like I don't know. I I want to I want to go to the Glendale YMCA and try to recreate that. Just a shot for shot. Yeah. Is that? Are we gonna talk about? Obviously, we need to go through the whole thing. But like that that is a great dance sequence. Sure. And that is a great song. But my favorite dance sequence and song is Milkshake. Sure. Let's talk about it. Amazing. Let's talk about Amazing. it all. Yeah. You mean the commercial for milk? Well. That is conservatively seven minutes long. That is why it is my favorite. Because, yes, so they are hired. They are hired by well, Mill. She's yes. suckered back in. Just yes. like Al Pacino in The Godfather 3. Every time she gets, she, she thinks she's out, they bring him back in. That's right. <laughs> she also has, again, it's the, it's the situation where she has to solve to every problem. And I wonder, like, actually, it seems like maybe her life could use a little fixing. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Just seems like she has a lot of connections and a lot of ability to make money. Absolutely. But doesn't, has never thought of She's utilizing like one them. one of the top models in the world. Yes. Next thing you know, Big, big Milk comes calling. Right. They want to get the word but, out about milk. But it's, it's, de- it's also definitely like, how, does anyone know music executives? Yes. Can anyone get us money to make a music video? I totally can. Yes. And then the, what, but we my need only, money to do this other thing. My only problem with the movie is that they stop asking her questions. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they should have just... Kept going. <laughs> yep. Who can get us a baby? I can yes. get us a baby. <laughs> Wait. I can get us a couple babies. That's, but that's three men and a baby. That's Gutenberg still. You're right. Um, Gutenberg just needs to start asking people what he wants at the beginning of his movie. So get it all. She basically takes the milk ad. Her 
my, one of my, my two favorite characters in this movie are her modeling agent and her modeling agent's assistant, Lulu. <laughs> Lulu is like a, a character that I feel like is in all of these movies. She's who, the funny one, right? She's the funny, horny one. Yeah. She's like horny constantly. She's like, oh, all these guys. I, ay, ay, ay. She's also like the, she's like the Frenchie in Greece. She sort is of. the Frenchie in Greece. She's like a Rhoda. I enjoyed yes. her unironically. Yeah. Oh, I liked her, horrific. but I, to me, the touch-tone kid... The, the music exec was my favorite character because oh. he was always on phones and I thought that was a really dumb, fun that joke. Really yeah. Like, laugh. everywhere he went. He oh, no, I laughed so hard when he picked up and went, was it Rod Stewart? That yeah. made me laugh. But he's I like, was like, he's like, oh, baby, I need you. We should get back together. And then he's caressing the phone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> behind her back. She's like, you were always on the phone. He's like, I wasn't always But on also, the phone. that is, the, I think, probably the only person in this movie that has, like, legit film acting chops. <laughs> That's why that is so funny because the rest of these, all the moms and agents and all those other people, those are like stage actors uh-huh. who are in a movie now and they are delivering their lines to the back of the room. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, because uh, I think the director wasn't on set for most of right. it. <laughs> sure. They were told that most of the house was hard of hearing yes. to really yeah. go the for DP it. The like, DP Kill it! Um, it's, it's all Elaine Stritches. <laughs> yeah, so really she basically, uh, she manipulates the milk commercial to get big. First of all, she's like, like the model is dictating the concept, which is a crazy thought. Uh, and so the concept is, I'll have a little, <laughs> little kid <laughs> village people. Sorry. Paul? I'm like, Paul, are you okay? Ah, I just love the idea. Like, hey, look, we got this group that no one knows. All right, here's the deal. I'll do a commercial. I'll pitch it that will get little versions of them, and then they'll grow up to be big versions. That's what we got. And they'll sing a song, which is not... Oh, so it's a singing group, but but we could just get a bunch of little kids. Well, yeah, but we're going to have to put the little kids in costumes. Okay, what kind of costumes? Uh, okay, G.I. One's an Indian. Uh, oh, one's cop. a G.I. Uh, we need a straight cop. Uh, I think... Yeah. The little kid, why does he have a girlfriend, the little cop kid? I think, I think you have to zoom out even one more lens and imagine people actually watching this movie. Yeah. Um, and so not the logic of the film, but people going to see the film and pour milk. <laughs> Poor sweet little milk accidentally getting them in a situation right at the height of gay panic where milk actually turns you gay. Yeah. A mom gives her kids milk and they become adult no, gay but, men. But wait a second. <laughs> but wait a second. I think those kids might be gay before the milk because look at how they're dressed. No, they're out in the front playing. Municipal workers aren't all gay. They're just... They're servants of the community. And one oppressed minority. I just feel like in the 80s, as the AIDS crisis was kicking off, I feel like a lot of products were like, what can we do to make our product more associated with gay men? Yeah. Uh, Well, here's my question. Milkshake, (laughs) the song Milkshake, is that... I guess I was like, is that like a masturbation thing, or is that what? What is the underlying? Like, or did they just write a song about liking to drink milkshakes? Oh, oh wait, like, don't, don't well, you think it's 
Is oh, blo- I mean, you're right. It could be masturbation. I thought it was blowjobs for sure. I thought it was blowjobs, 100% maybe blowjobs. Blowjob. You think blowjob. it's the, uh, the sea monkeys going down the footbridge? Yeah, right. <laughs> it is. All right, so I mean, it. I've been involved in like two blowjobs in my life, and I still saw that. Me yeah. too. I, my fault. <laughs> Plus... <laughs> <laughs> You've been involved in one of And, and me too. I was on either the, side? I, oh, I was just going for the I don't get blown a lot joke. I'm so Not sorry. <laughs> Number three. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're no. friends. Let's yeah. see children turn into grown <laughs> gay pop you know, stars. I just wanna, uh, before we play this milk thing, there's a, this one interesting thing about you saying like the, the, height, the height of like the gay, the gay panic in the 80s. So there was another movie shooting in New York at the same exact time, which is this Al Pacino movie called Cruising, which yep. is a film that was about a serial killer targeting gay men. So a lot of gay activists were going there to protest the movie. But because there were two movies shooting kind of close to each other, they kept on accidentally shutting down this movie. <laughs> this movie was occasionally shut down. Wow. Because they were like, oh, oh, sorry. All right, we'll go. We'll have, you, have you ever seen the movie Cruising? Have you guys all seen Cruising? I, I was in it. Seen Cruising. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, what is... So that... I didn't know these shot at the same time. What's, so, so Cruising is... It's like... All of the gay characters are, they only have sex in the woods or dungeons. Oh there's God. totally a scene where they walk into a gay bar and there's just, I mean, actually, like, an, like a dude in a hammock with just like an open butthole and everybody's just kind of like in and out, at like willy-nilly. It is, it is the most over-the-top... It's the most wonderful time of the year. There's a man with an ass and it's gaping. I mean, that's also... That was great. That was great. That was great. Should we do a foot press opportunity? (laughs) And they freeze-framed for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> no, it, it is just the. It is the most. So it's offensive, but it right. is the most gay, gay people. And um, I love that the real gay people that were making a movie are making the <laughs> most gay, least gay movie. <laughs> while down the street, somebody is like, I mean, they're, they got dicks in here, but there are like so many buttholes in that other yeah. movie. Well, they had a bunch of buttholes in this movie, too, but they were like, it's PG, guys. We can only show the dicks. <laughs> we can't be showing buttholes. It's PG. We can fill it full of dicks, a little bit of tits. Mostly dicks. And it's PG. I'm excited to watch the milk commercial again, and I do want to oh. point out it's a smart choice for the village people. It's the only way to make the Leatherman's mustache impossibly thicker. <laughs> That is the thickest mustache ever, and he's like, there's only one way around this problem. Here we go. Milk. Children! All right, listen, children. If you want to grow up to be big and strong and sing and dance, you've got to drink your milk. Do the shake, do the shake, do the shake, do the shake. Oh, when they come home, when they come home, oh, 
like a Bubsby Berkeley musical number with their mom. I didn't realize it was their mom, and the mom is really scantily clad throughout the entire thing. Oh, and there's a lot of, like, bending over and people thrusting from behind. It's, like, overtly sexual in a way that is... I mean, bananas for them to be doing it with their mom, but also more so for a milk commercial. Well, and it is, and it is the full length of a song, which yes. it, and also disco which is songs. Nine minutes. Disco songs. It turns out are very long. Are four other songs. Everyone, yeah. And the the production values of the come on kids have milk. It looks like a commercial, but then it gets blown out into like an, an epic dance number. And then we find out only moments later when they're watching the edited commercial, like, oh yeah, no, Milk didn't approve this. Yeah. Like, that we is went amazing. on the shop that's on spec. They shot it on spec because she, she goes, yeah, the client isn't happy, which means that they didn't. <laughs> was there. Like, just so you know, whenever you shoot a commercial, there's like 55 people there from the company uh, all like hey, I wish uh, there was an episode of Mad Men that dealt with this commercial <laughs> this is how it was supposed and to just end like, turn it off and Pete's like the I, la- I don't get it Don I don't get it <laughs> well, what la- is this the last shot of the last shot should have been like all, all of it was leading up to this final milk commercial like Don Draper like <laughs> meeting a construction worker a GI it's him a model it's him at Esalon it's him at Esalon and he just looks around and there's a cop over there there's an Indian over there and he's like do the milkshake created by Matthew Weiner but the way but the way they describe it in the movie is exactly how it would be described in Mad Men that's what's even better about this yeah. is that it's very much just like Milk. Also, again, milk is about families. A seven-minute commercial. <laughs> yeah, milk is about families bringing people together, yes. interracial families, families that grow. You know, like that's all in here. Hey, everybody! Today's show is sponsored by How FM. Do you not know what How FM is? Oh my God! Let me tell you. How is like Netflix for podcasts? What do you mean Netflix for podcasts? Do they have original series? Hell yeah. Do they have content that I would like to watch that, you know, maybe I haven't listened to in a long time, like all the archives of WTF? Oh, fuck yeah. Do they have all my favorite Earwolf shows ad-free? Motherfucker! Yes, they do. And I want to point you over to their cool original series. All right? Netflix may have House of Cards, but we have Uncle Bertie's Botanarium. Okay, Uncle Birdie's Botanarium is a brand new show starring Jemaine Clement. Uh, I was involved uh, in this show early on, and it is not as a writer. I just listened to it, and I thought it was fucking awesome. And I think you will love it. It's a miniseries unlike any other. It's like a real, fully fleshed out radio play that's bizarre, funny, and just so visually and audially, audially, (laughs) that's not a word, so different to your ears. I think you will love it. I love this show. It's fun. It's fun to hear uh, someone like Jermaine doing something so different than you're used to. Um, you got to listen to it. And let me tell you how you're going to listen to it. You're going to listen to it because I'm going to give you access to all the content that I've just talked about on your iPhone or your Android phone and the web for only $4.99 a month. For only $4.99 a month, you get access to all of the WTF archives. You get Comedy Bang Bang, How Did This Get Made? You also get comedy albums, over 80 of them, plus like cool as shit miniseries like Hardcore Game of Thrones, which is like a hardcore history and Game of Thrones mashup, which is just absolutely genius. And OMFG investigates so many good shows there. So check it out right now. 
for free, one month for free on us. Go to how, that's H-O-W-L dot F-M, and use the promo code H-D-T-G-M. That's our initials. How did this get made? So get one month free at how.fm. Use the promo code H-D-T-G-M, and you'll get to listen to amazing shows like The Mysterious Secrets of Uncle Birdie's Botanarium, along with countless others. You will never be lacking for a podcast again. I want to, because we have talked about so much, I want to go out to the audience. And also and give them so a, little. <laughs> I want to go out to the audience and see what you, what's on your mind. I know that there's You're so the one much. that threw out penises galore in oh, the first 30. Raise you your hand what? if you have penises galore. Well, and oh, the I camera said they no were pets. irrelevant. So. Um, yeah, come on down. I thought really won that argument. Yeah, I think you did come too. Come on down. But it was a 20-minute discussion and maybe may my favorite part of the show. <laughs> All right, sir, your name, your, a character or an archetype that you don't see represented in the village, people that you would like to see. Is There's that John Ham? Uh, a GI. Yeah, that bear. looks like off duty John Ham. ODJH? Yeah. So, what, 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 what that name? I got you. ODJH. Sorry. David, and what kind of profession would you like to see represented in the village, people that is not represented? New York City dock worker. Ooh, dock worker. Dock worker. Like a pretzy kind of guy? Very Hercules in New York. Like a guy that wanders the dock selling pretzels? Gets beat up by a sexy pretzy? Pretzy. Um, All right, what is your question or statement or comment? Well, Bruce Jenner actually says, I'm a Gemini. I have two personalities. It's true. Well done. Whoa. I do want to say though he was telling us all then yeah number one though but yes that is in the movie I don't think that is what being trans is are there any Geminis here tonight (laughs) but you're totally right you can talk about the, the airplane when there was almost a threesome with Gutenberg and his mom. Oh. Whoa! Great point. Whoa! Right? Yeah. Whoa, right? Like, because that was, that was weird. But you know what else is interesting about that scene is that Gutenberg's mom shows up and there's a whole thing about how she's constantly bringing deli food, Jewish yes. deli food. Always coming from Zabar's. But... She deliberately says, there's a moment where she deliberately says, like, I'm Italian Catholic, and my, and you're his hus- my husband is Jewish, his dad is Jewish, I'm not even Jewish. And the amazing part, I realizing in my mind, is that the screenwriters allowing us to love this character without being conflicted as Americans? Do you mean like, it's like, don't think worry. Think about 1980. Yeah, not, don't worry, this person's not Jewish. We can not like Not a them. Jew. Yeah, that's, that's what they they're They just saying. like bagels, but that's it. Yes. Yeah. And we, they like Mel Brooks. Because we can all, we all like, like their Mel food. Yeah. We can all like their food, but don't worry, this likable character is not Jewish. I swear that is 100% why that's You could why like Mel Brooks. Right. I, uh, this is a sticker from Leanna Waldron. You enjoy that? That was a good point. Um, all right, let's see. Who do we? Who do you think? All right, here, right, yes. Your your name, your character that you feel like is missing from the village people, and uh, your question. Um, hi. Hold the mic. Oh. Sorry. Don't Sorry. get grabby. Don't Sorry. get grabby. Um, I'm Allie. I'm going to say sexy priest, maybe. Ooh, yeah. There there is a nun in one part, but she's just a girlfriend of the guy. So. <laughs> Um, and I wanted to ask, if it were possible to remake this movie today, who would you cast and why? Wow. Well, I think you'd have to keep the village people. So it would really be, 
It would really be, um, it would really be the, the Steve Gutenberg and Valerie Perrine characters. Here's a sticker from Leanna Walsh in there. Well, can I also, I would yeah. put, first of all, LeBron James is in it. <laughs> he was, oh, yeah. As, as the Bruce Jenner. As like, the yes. Bruce Jenner character. Yes. Yeah. He was hilarious in Trainwreck. Yep. Plus, I actually think that, yeah, I, I, I agree, you'd be really his good. his on and off. Sure. I was and gonna, then I'll, I'll just say, like, I feel like uh, instead of the village people, we, it would be like a boy band. It would be like... Um, Menudo. I mean, the village people... No, no like, the village people... It would be like One Direction in the, costumes. The village something. people are still touring. They get yeah. to keep their jobs. Really? This movie is not They're made They're touring, the but people. as their persona's jobs. Uh, yeah, you could catch them. You could catch them giving out They're parking tickets. helping children tickets. cross the street. Yeah. But, like, but, like, what... what other people, Emily Blunt's definitely in it. Oh, Emily Blunt is the model. That's an interesting one. I like and that's because that. I, I just feel want like to see her in like everything. Mo- I feel like you need Kate Moss or Heidi Klum or somebody who was a model I mean, to be the model. I mean, that's fine, but like, who do you want to hang out with? Are we wanna... making this movie? We are Michael Sarah. Right? Michael Sarah as the Steve Gutenberg character. Done. I like that. I'd like to see uh, Louie Anderson as the old woman that hits the person with the bread. Yep. I would, see, I would see Kira Knightley as Valerie Perrine. Yeah. Maybe. Pass. All right, wow. Hard pass. No Kira fans. Anybody else? Anyone? Uh, uh, oh, here, here, your I mean, don't get me wrong. Timmy, Have we considered a news show called Kira Knightley? <laughs> your name, your municipal no. worker. Do not. Do not encourage this. Guys, do not encourage bad wordplay. Hi, welcome to Kira we Knightley. <laughs> <laughs> the I'll Knightley show, it's been, unfortunately, it's syndicated at 10 a.m. in most places. Your question, go. Wait Same a minute. Question. Hang on one second. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Same wait, wait. Blah, blah, let's just blah, watch blah, blah, the YM. I just want to watch the YMCA video. In its entirety. I, I honestly thought what you said was, I just want to watch The Wire. <laughs> and I thought you were going to queue up Which every season? season of The Wire. <laughs> Which, it's hold not on, fun. Hold on to your question. How about, hold on, please. By the way, great season thing. Two. By the way, great thing to yell as a gay man or any man with a penis while you're finishing, Omar coming. <laughs> oh, wow. Like Hence, the I reason from- why penises are so useful. Yep. All right, here we go. Okay. I'm more of a brother Muzone guy. <laughs> Did you say you're more of a bloodline guy? Also, I guess women could yell that too. I mean, we come. Omar coming? Yeah. yeah. Omar coming? It's confusing. Omar coming. If you want to make it gender neutral, just go, oh, coming. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah, you got to really cliff note the, the reference. You have to be. <laughs> yeah. All right, here you go. Go. Why do you think uh, the construction worker was the only village person to get a solo song? Because that dude was terrifying. <laughs> that guy fell down real hard during that. I he looked did that, that up. He did that move twice. He, that one, and they let him do it twice. That's his he fell signature down real hard. move. That's a stretch. And he banged his head, and he had to get a bunch of stitches. Really? Yeah, yeah he fell off truth. that scaffolding. But He's he, the only one wearing a helmet. <laughs> no, nope. the policeman. 
It was probably like made out of like plastic, like a, a don't support like you get that. at a like children's party. You guys all know multiple of them are wearing helmets. Don't support that. <laughs> all right. He's, he's, Plus, he's like lobbying. a headdress would totally protect more. That's true. Because oh, yeah, his those helmet feathers? is not attached to anything. It doesn't have any sort of. Nope. Just a, real floating. In a anyway. lot of states, motorcyclists can wear a helmet or a plume of feathers. It's fine. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's how they originally used to play football and a lot and of Native too. Americans rode the Trail of Tears on motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, why do you think, like, Indian is such a popular brand? <laughs> a motorcycle? A motorcycle. Yes. Uh, your name, your, mis- uh, your worker, and your question. My name is Bryce. Uh, the worker that was Is it missing- Bryce Dallas Howard? <laughs> be cool, be bro. She be cool. Really oh, my God, I loved you! <laughs> Bryce! Jurassic <laughs> World! Just treat her like a lady in the water, okay? Here we go. Uh, the worker I felt... <laughs> I don't know what's happening. The worker I felt was missing from the group was a miner. Ooh, good. Oh, my uh, God. And, and then it's just like he's like, hardly can sing. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Because he's like so many black lungs. black lung, yeah. yeah. He's one of the Chilean miners. <laughs> but, 33. Going but, back to two questions ago, where the industrial Banderas. worker was the only... 33 equally great musical numbers. <laughs> Going wow. back to where the industrial worker was the only one who had a solo, I feel like the one character that warranted a solo and needed more exposition was Felipe, the Indian character who, the first time we saw him, was in full headdress and loincloth, and it was never explained. That's you right. know what? Actually, I want to I wanna up that ante by saying, also, the first time we see Felipe, Felipe is in the model's house because he has broken in there. Yep. Yes. And he To goes, watch TV. To watch TV. And he yeah. goes, I broke in here. Do you know mine? And she goes, no. And immediately starts watering plants. Yes. It's the worst Ooh. outfit for a B&A. People yeah. are going to see. Right. But that was the one I... that they really had to like kind of, yeah, they didn't justify it at all. I also felt like the GI could have gotten more screen time. I, I feel like he's given his service to our country. Let him sing a goddamn song. But is that the guy that you're saying had his wife with him? Because the cop no, was no, the, the, the cop, cop. The, but I don't remember this woman from the movie. I remember the GI. I think it was the, the, the nun. Bad. The nun. Yeah. Remember, like she yeah, was, that person is with the GI, not the cop. The she, cop is the she main. Shows up with, no, she introduces both of those guys to the group. She comes in and was like, "I was just in Godspell and I was blowing the cop." That line. <laughs> No, she said, I, yeah, I left, and I heard a cop singing, and so I told him to come here, and she brings him to the apartment for the night when they are recording the album, at which point he sings lead while not looking at any of the words. <laughs> that is true. He does go... He's like, the papers he are does down here. He's like... No, no, but Jason... And then he passes them off to the next guy. It is... It is... All of this is taken care of because he looks at the lyrics for a second and goes... I've got it. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. He, he has a photographic fair, memory. He does. Yeah. He he nailed it. He got he it right crushes. out of the gate. And by the way, yeah. Well, we've talked about that idea that he wanted to record something, and it just became a show, a full-on show where there was dinner served, and people came to be the audience. 
Well, and also, dinner is never served at shows. So that's also a weird element. Yeah. Hey, we want to have a good rock show. What are they serving? Lasagna? I'm in. Just the one. Bruce Springsteen at the Forum and tacos? I'm Just the one lasagna. (laughs) Who had a question over here? uh, Yes. Okay, yes, sir. Yeah. Go ahead. Your name, your municipal worker, and your question. Uh, My name's Darren. Municipal worker would be a mailman. Um, like what do you that. think about... That's great. Yep. Mailman. Yep. Put in what did you say, sir? Slot. He delivers. Great. I love it. Yeah. What, what do they make of um, Lulu's confused racism where at one point the Native American is dancing around the headdress and she says pretty much by having sex with him she'll make him forget the movie Roots? That is... <laughs> Thank you for saying yes. that. God about that. Is that. The, that is the most... Ins- I had to stand up. Yeah. Yes. That is the most, I think that might actually be the most insensitive line to ever be in any movie ever. Uh, Because she she is going to fuck slavery out of that guy. And then she tags it with, do a rain dance. Yep. Which he does. Yep. It was the 80s. Now you kind of think. (laughs) It was barely the 80s. Wasn't it 1980? Yeah, it was just the it was just 80. It was just it was the 80. <laughs> Sir, because you tagged that joke so well about he delivers. What's your question? Uh, my name is Mahender. Uh, I think Dog Walker would be an awesome performance. Ooh, that's good. Ooh. Yeah. And my question, we haven't referred to the the studio song that they do is Liberation. Yes. Which is a very powerful song. And again, the whole no subtext, all text in this movie. And I just, I, yeah. And it's also I don't understand the comic mis. I didn't really, I didn't quite understand what happened that turned everybody off in Liberation. Well, because they started to get jealous of each other and try and put their hands in front of each other's faces. And there was but it, yeah, and it was weird, though, because it was recording. Do you mean also, yeah, yeah, yeah oh, sure. But oh, so you mean they didn't need there. to do the dancing at all? Great. Point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and, and I, I wouldn't even get, like, why the record producer would be like, I don't like that. Cause no, he, he did it, though. Okay, so I had this. I had okay. a long, set it up I had a like long conversation like with my wife about it, and boy, did we get to the bottom of this! I can't um, wait. I think what happened. Are is, you guys still together? Yeah, we go, okay, we're good. divorced. Okay. Um, <laughs> in the, <laughs> I think he's trying to lowball his yes. offer. Because he walks in, he That's hears it. them. That's he's it. like, "This is some bullshit stuff," and then he leaves the room, and, sh- and the model follows. And he's like, "That was was that really terrible?" And then he was like, "I'll give you five thousand dollars." But it's a mystery. Get yeah. there. He hears her heels coming yes. after him, and he says to himself, "I'm about to sign the next big group for nothing, or something like that." Basically, yeah. But the, oh. it's not necessary to the story to have them not do well in the audition. We could have had one more good performance and the story would have been the same. It's also scary talking to Paul in the dark. This is why they turned the house lights up for Donahue. No, I I like it. I like the dark. I I also feel bad for people that have a question but not a good work job, like a profession. It's a a peak and valley that we create. I do want to acknowledge that what you said about liberation, that's so true. I was about to burst into tears watching that in there. It's like when, after... Marriage equality came to the United States, and we became, and I became a full person here. It was kind of a big deal in my life, and I was dri- I was driving, and We Are the Champions came on, and I realized for the first time what that song is fucking about, which is not like basketball. No, uh, 
no, it's, it's about, about football. Yeah. <laughs> March Madness, y'all. March Madness. <laughs> Wait, what's um, it about? It's about like surviving. Fucking surviving, being and on, on the fringes. And on and on. Yeah, we are the champions. We. It's my. It's about my community. You're not included in it. And you are the hey, losers. Man. Hey man, be cool. And we are the champions. Be, be cool. Hey man, be cool. Give me your dicks, both of you. I'm sorry, I can't hook up tonight. Cameron Esposito's got my dick. <laughs> no, I get it. You liked the show. I mean, you're cute. I don't know what the deal is. Esposito's got my dick. Talk to her about it. I had to turn it in after the show. She said she'll give it back when I'm cool. Uh, I like that you worked in a narrative of someone here fucking you. You're like, yeah, I'm glad you liked the show tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. But, I, but I've also worked into it my inability to, to, to finish. But they know that part's yeah. not real. Right, because they've seen it in transparent. And then you, you know, someone here is going to hear Omar coming tonight. <laughs> or E.T. Uh, phone bong. <laughs> Turn on the salt light, baby. Turn on your the salt light. Let it shine from inside my womb. Your name, gonna, your work like a firefly's tomb. I'm gonna light you up from the inside. How long can you go? Your name, your worker, and your question. What do you got? My name is Laura. Um, my worker would be a plumber, full butt crack and everything. Um, and my question is, do we know how much time has actually passed in the film? Because they get a group together, they have a show, they have a dinner, and then all of a sudden at the end they have full costumes that they've like organized together. So do we know? Like, it seems like five commercial. days. <laughs> I think it's two, three days. That's what it's. Yeah, but like big days, like days where they got about like seven. These are big like yeah, and like no, I by like a couple of months, I'm guessing. Well, you know, the one thing I will say, well, two things. First of all, uh, Bruce says, I know a great place for us to rehearse, the YMCA. But they only, they never show. Any rehearsal there. As a matter of fact, the song aggressively... No, that's, their, that's their first time. That thing that we just saw? Yeah, that was the first time they got... The... That's it. That's also, out, of the, out of the think, gate. You would think the rehearsal space would be empty. <laughs> and it appears to be a very functional hey, YMCA. Hey, hey, karate guys, we're trying to rehearse our music. Yeah. Hey, guys, box dancing. Well... We're trying to get ready for a show. Hey, hey, every gymnastics and track and field event, field event happening in one place at the same time, we're trying to rehearse. Hey, man, moving impossibly in slow motion. I will say that watching the final number of the show, I was so psyched to see them drive out in their little cars. I thought oh. that was the best thing I've Everybody ever seen. Everybody gets a full-size car. Oh, yeah. my God, yes. I was like, and I want to see this show. construction worker... He's on a riding mower? He's on a tractor. I think he's on a tractor. So that doesn't seem to fit. No, he should have had a jackhammer. They were like, we can't have a dump truck I come just out. wanted to be like, backhoe or I walk. Yeah. Does anyone... Uh, well, one more question. If you really think you got a great one... Oh, my gosh. I have a this question. guy. All right, this oh. guy. He's coming up. All right, he's front row. All right, perfect. Stand over here. This is great. All right, your name, your worker, and your question. Uh, it's Rory, and uh, it'd be Gardner. Great. 
partner. Uh, nice. Because you're Mexican. Yeah. All right, so that's nice. You support. I'm really white. Paul, oh, Paul, be cool. Uh, <laughs> he did say it, but it wasn't into the mic, so it just sounded it like just you were like, like Paul said. Mexico! Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Paul Shear, real rude to that guy. I thought that was just a haircut. Oh, man. I'm going to fuck the mind of Mencia out of you. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right. So, we are uh, off my question the was, rails. Did, did, you see, um, did you see the guy with the pink eye? He was the owner of the club. Okay. Yeah, pink eye. I just want to let you know, like, I was wondering... Uh, he had pink eye? Yeah. If you look in the very beginning... Oh, I'm when so he, happy I didn't exactly, see that. Th- I know. That's what I was saying. That would have made me very nervous. Exactly. So I was like, how how did he get that pink eye? <laughs> uh, wait, 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 wait. How did upsetting. that get made? I'm glad I didn't see it. Otherwise, uh, the rest of the movie, I would have been like, oh, uh-oh, wait. He has one more. He has one more. All right. So this is the second movie that has to do with inventory with uh, like a major plot with uh, Confessions of America Counselor, and then him uh, quitting his job because of inventory. So it's just, you know, connections. Sure. I love Absolutely. it. Connections. Very Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's noticing patterns just like a real you, Mexican. I, this guy, how to put up his hand one more time. I feel like there's uh, people who have stuff to say. Here we go. I have a question. Didn't you think the guy that tore his clothes off had a good enough body to be in the group just based on the body? Oh, yeah. yeah. They were like, body, get out of here, body. you joke. Isn't he, isn't he also singing? Isn't that a Village People song that he's yeah, singing? Yeah, and he's doing a good job. <laughs> why, why aren't they like, that's our but fucking song, I feel asshole. like it's also... He's from the future. It's also completely bizarre that you guys didn't bring up that he's the only person in the existence of the world that doesn't have tearaways... When you're tearing off a, a suit... It's from... Yeah. He's wearing a jumpsuit. Yeah. goes... Yeah. Pulls it front. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a custom. He does full-on Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He do, and he does it in, in segments. He does yeah. it one year. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, and then he right. flexes in a you way know, that says, I can way to put cl- To take clothes off and on is just... It's around the shoulder first. Yes. And under, <laughs> near the hip on the opposite side. I also wish... Then unfasten your undercarriage. Yep. Then shore it up on the left side. corset. All right, sir, your, your name, your worker, and your question. Uh, my name is Brad. And your ethnicity, please. <laughs> uh, uh, my worker is an old-timey sea captain. Okay, great. Uh, my ah! ethnicity is... <laughs> I would like that. That's good. I like uh, that. As white as they come. Let's uh, see the semen. Wait, how white? How white do they come? Uh, no. <laughs> And, and my uh, observation of the film is uh, Caitlyn Jenner, then Bruce. After they... Actually, the other way, yeah. Yeah. Bruce and then Caitlyn. Well, now Caitlyn, <laughs> then Bruce. Guys, don't fight. <laughs> but then also no, means... Take care, fight. Yeah. Right, yeah. I think, I think, I think this... Yeah, You're yes, right. Yes. The, the, the line <laughs> given before leaving the, the bed is, uh, I don't mean for this to be a hit and run. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This movie is an oracle. This movie is a fucking oracle. <laughs> Turn on your heartlight. Oh my it's god. It's also great that 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 he says that cuz he's a lawyer. Yep. 
Because it would actually be nice if what he said was, I don't mean this to be a hit and run, but I will represent you if it is. <laughs> oh, my God. We have talked so much about so little. So little. Um, there's still, like, there's so many weird things. There's so many weird visuals in this movie. It, it can go there's on and on. Scene, there's a whole scene where she only speaks exclusively in song titles from other songs of the era. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is a really weird moment. I mean, like, I have so many notes we did not get to. Well, we're, we're going to... We're, we're, Do you wear a dicky? Also, you guys, there's an entire section of this movie where the agent's finger is stuck in the nine. Yeah. So her finger is stuck in a dial phone. Yeah. Like a circular and dial phone. And she gets to say the line, which is actually my favorite line from this movie, operator, my finger is stuck in the nine. Yeah. yeah. After she had dialed three numbers, there's no operator yep. there. My I, favorite. It's my, not Siri. You can't just be like, operator. Get me, Charleston. One, two, three. And then what's she going to say, ma'am? Have you tried yanking it out? Or perhaps you could ask a badly acting, fake, drunk, homeless person to not agree to your improvised suggestion that the door is jammed and merely open it with a single push. Thank you for using Bell Pacific. <laughs> I, I was going to say that I also felt that this movie is kind of a sad story because movie. it's really... Uh, <laughs> I believe it's, you mean film. Right? It's a film, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, about this collection about, of images. Film. <laughs> film. It's oh, basically yeah, film. about a band that has no point of view that's forced together, kind of against their will, and forced to do things they don't want to do, like dance and stuff like that. And then they're just like becoming famous. It's like it's a really, it's very much like the InSync or the Backstreet Boys model. Yeah. Like Steve Gutenberg is the Lou Pearlman without the molestation. <laughs> Uh, of this Alleged. world. Alleged. Alleged. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I wish when somebody said, that's it, they're all from the village. They should be called the village people. I wish one person had gone, oh, that name sucks. Well, a stupid name. I, <laughs> I don't get it. Why? There's, I don't get it. I don't care for it. There is. Why not the macho men? There's still, there's still more to the show, but we're going to now uh, come to you guys. Obviously, we're going to get to the bottom of this uh, a little bit more here, but also you can find out more online at SlashFilm.com. Blake Harris, hopefully we'll be interviewing some key players from this film to find out what actually went on. If you feel like you need your voice to still be heard, you can call up the show at 619-PAUL, P-A-U-L, ASK, A-S-K, and we can answer some of those questions on our mini episode. But Now, there is some confusion, Paul, because you have another phone line that is... Uh, Paul Ass, A-S-S. Yes. That's what, for different what services. Not none of your business, honestly. <laughs> hey. None of your goddamn you business. It's the 2000s. You're going to be doing a lot of things you haven't done before. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. This was How Did This Get Made. Wait a minute. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. One more segment. <laughs> one more segment. All right. So no, it is our, it's our live show. This is the worst episode of You Made It Weird. <laughs> Obviously, we had a lot of opinions about this film, but there are other people out there that had a different opinion. It is now time for Second Opinions. 
Second opinions, second opinions, opposite opinions, opposite opinions. While we're in here wondering how the fuck this got made, they're all out there wondering why the fuck we're wondering that. Hey, second opinions, second opinions, second opinions, second opinions, second opinions. Amazing! Thank you so much. That was awesome. The best one so far. Beautifully well, done. Man. Amazing. That was great. Amazing. So that you exists are now on in the, the village, people. That exists now on the internet. Put beats behind it. Put instruments behind it. Let's make this a hit. Put it on sa- but I don't uh, know SoundCloud. That could make beats. Put it on SoundCloud, tag it with HD... TGM. TGM. yeah, there he is. Um, Hashtag Paul Ass. Uh, <laughs> I watched this movie tonight, and that was the best singing I've heard all that day. That was awesome. Uh, these are five-star reviews, cold from Amazon.com. Here we go. Um, okay, this is... Uh, <laughs> okay. There, it was hard to find five-star reviews for this. <laughs> Um, but this one is I from... I give this a five-star review. I would give it a five-star review. Five stars. My name is this. That's who wrote this. My name is this. The, it, My it's, name is this? Yep. What is this, the lawnmower man? <laughs> I am this. I enjoy matter and carbon and electricity. And every phone shall ring as I watch this movie. The, or if all those didn't make any sense. I don't know what you're talking about. But if you liked it, you loved it. I mean, I, I know it's it. a movie. I'm I am this. I am this. It's like a forgotten god. My name is point. this. No, what happened is he's the funniest guy at the office. Exactly. There was a blank that said, my name is this. And then he wrote over that, my name is this. I love it. Fucking I, serving some real joke heat. This is, and look, he's probably killing it on all these reviews. This is written in 2004. The title is Relentlessly Incredible. So this I is highly recommend this film yeah. to everyone that likes to watch a bunch of fun people having a great time. Five stars. That was written I, by I somebody disagree. who just got here and is thrilled to be in America. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Everyone's happy. There is no genocide in this movie. <laughs> Nobody is murdered in this movie. I like this movie. Uh, America, what this. a country. I am this. <laughs> Hello, I am this. Um, <laughs> this one uh, is Not just from... this one. The last one was this one. Uh, <laughs> the title of the review, I've been waiting 20 years for this. Wait, what? I've been waiting 20 years for this. I've been waiting 20 years. I've been waiting 25 years for 20 years for this movie? Well, to review it. it, This person saw this movie in 1980. Well, yeah. Like, if only there was a way to review it. Way of connecting with other people about it through I don't know a machine. I'm spitballing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Waited for the internet to be created. Yep. Thank My you, parents, Al Gore. you'll see it gets a little bit clearer in a second. My parents, for some ungodly reason, bought me the video of this movie when I was five years old. I oh, watched it. Sounds it like they were di- trying to give him a little milk, right? Maybe. 
Get that milk. Let him grow up big and strong. Just trying to make a gay kid. (laughs) I watched it daily and absolutely loved it. I still know it by heart. Flash forward 20 years and my friends love to throw in this video whenever we are very drunk. It has everything. Drinking, drugs, music, full frontal male nudity, and it was rated PG. God bless the 80s. We have watched this so many times the tape is about to break. The quality is so bad, it's not worth taping again. The DVD will surely last another 20 years. Five stars. You guys, do you realize what happened here? Do you like actually realize what happened here? This is, this is heartbreaking and so sweet. So, like, kids come out gay, right? Right, gay. Yeah. There's little gay kids, little gay cam. Sure, I, what? I didn't wear a... You know, I was just, like, a little sweetie, just sure. wearing... Just wearing uh, just I was Robin Hood, and then the next year I was Charlie Chaplin for Halloween, just a, in a full suit. Because I got to wear... I just want to wear a suit. I just want to wear a man's suit, carry a cane, wear a mustache, go get some candy. Right, yep. Nothing and wrong. the following year you were Hitler, am I right? Yes. <laughs> but what I'm saying yes, is yes. that this child, this five-year-old child... Yeah was given this videotape by his parents as a way of being like, we got you, bro. Yeah, we, we, we are seeing ahead. We're on this train. We're going to help you. This is the only help. <laughs> this is so the help beautiful. that we can give you. Then the kid is, is like, this. I loved it. And the parents go in their bedroom and put on We Are the Champions. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking We've great. We've done it. We baked a gay. <laughs> That was the cake that Bruce Jenner was walking down the street. A gay cake. Well, trans gay, not the same thing. No, I wasn't going trans. I was just saying it was the cake in the movie. It made no sense. Okay, great. But it wasn't offensive. No sense. It was just no sense. Was the cake cake in the movie from the erotic bakery? We can never know. We'll never know. She jostles the cake, so you think, oh, there's going to be a reveal. What never. happened to the cake? You never see the cake. Never. I was picturing yellow and blue. How about you? That's the real question mark of this movie. The only Also, where's that sister? Problem. How's she doing? Yeah, where is the sister? You know, like, what's she up to? Yeah. Is she okay? No, she died. <laughs> During the course of the movie, the sister died. If only somebody would have had, like, money or connections that could have helped her. I know. It's really heartbreaking. No, they didn't. She's back in Ohio, though. <laughs> um, this is a review from John Barani. It's, oh, John. It's JB. Kind, of, kind of positive, kind of negative. Kind of negative first. Typical Barani. Uh, John it's Barani. Tit- it's titled, Thankfully They Did Stop the Music. John, stop def- like protecting your heart and tell us what you think about the fucking movie. All I can say about this movie is, what were the makers of this turkey thinking? It stars the overrated disco group, The Village People. Can I just say, yeah. in, in the Czech Republic, this podcast is called What Were the Makers of This Turkey Thinking? <laughs> Welcome back to What Were the Makers of This Turkey Thinking? <laughs> Guys, let him earn it. <laughs> um, it goes on to say, what were they thinking? It started the overrated disco group, The Village People, and by the time this movie was released, their star had already faded. What I can't fathom 
is how come none of these guys fell in love with the beautiful Valerie Perrine? Please email me if you have the answer. I give this movie five stars for her presence alone. We all got to email this did guy, Did he right? put his email address? He didn't. Uh, well, that, no, he did not. That has to be the most repressed gay man <laughs> trying to put out the most covert yeah. call to arms. Hey, like, if uh, you know why these guys aren't into this woman. Hey, just send me a picture of your dick. <laughs> I'd like to see your I memory. don't get it. She makes my dick so hard. Send me a picture of the dick that's so hard because she made you hard. And then I will put them together in a binder and I will send them to her. Because we all love her, right? (laughs) You're like a comedy jukebox. Well, (laughs) we did it. It was a compliment. It wasn't a joke. There's so much. It's 2 a.m. Uh, this is one of the longest it's lives so we've ever done. Oh, it's so, so late. late. So late. It's so late, but like, there's so, like, I haven't even gotten to so much. This Every- line exists in the movie. <clears throat> Anybody who can swallow two snowballs and a ding dong should, shouldn't have any trouble with pride. Pride is smaller than a dick. I did have uh, one thing I wanted to talk about when two guys get really depressed is go out and drink sangria. Yep. I just thought that was a great little touch. Just, oh, let's get drunk on sangria. <laughs> the happiest oh. booze. I mean, there's just a lot of great cultural markings in the movie. That's what that is. I, if you have not seen this movie, it's true. you need to go see this movie. <laughs> it's a two ninety nine. You don't rent. even need to go. Yeah, don't go. You yeah. stay. You should stay home and watch this movie. I bought it. I'm happy to revisit moments of this. I've been told the VHS lasts 20 years. <laughs> oh, we have a lot of fun. Is that from I Am This? That was, that was the one after this. Oh, oh. That was for the woman that was waiting 20 years for this. Right. Which to me, that was the funniest yep. part of the show and no one else liked it. The thought that she Stay was looking for, for Pete's that Corner. Guy. The show after the show. <laughs> where Pete talks about all his favorite shows that nobody else liked. It's going to take a while. Any, anything else? Anything else to add before we kind of... Uh, I want to know yeah. why there was a black sex towel up here the whole time. That's when I get all Cedric on you guys and I just start patting down my head. I loved when they're about to go on uh, for the big show at the end and they're in a prayer circle and Steve Gutenberg looks up and goes, we are a group. I wrote that down too. He goes, we are a group. Like, yeah, man. Seems like you guys have what? been doing a lot yeah. of choreographed dancing and singing. We're about to go out and do a show right now. We're 100% a group. We are a group. There was also a scene where she came in after the audition or whatever, and he was like, so what happened? And she goes, you're a group. What do you mean you're a group? You're a group. I don't understand what you're saying. You're a group. So that's his you're art. He doesn't oh, understand. We are a group. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yep. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, God. And then the end of it is he says, we are group. And then that little tree danced for a long time. Very cute baby tree. This movie is important because it also really talks about, like, just to make... uh, Because this movie had a $20 million budget. Yes. Like, they were investing $20 million in the village people. Yes. This, like, gay mega group. And in order to put that much money behind gay people... 
before Ellen. In 1982. Before Ellen DeGeneres. Like, in order to put $20 million into gay people, you had to have, the, they all had to be moms. There had to be also agents. Also, everybody had to be straight. Like, this story of the village people is couched in the most complicated web of B stories and C characters that have ever existed in a movie, including the never-ending story. Well, can I say, to make a movie this great, it takes a village. Pete, Pete Holmes, Holmes, ladies and gentlemen. Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes, everybody. Pete Holmes. He has to get up early the better, in the morning. The better, line, the better line would have been, it takes a village, people. people. That would have been really good. No, no. Don't do it. <laughs> if I may. <laughs> to make a movie this great, it takes a village, people. Yeah. I mean, it's the really... guys in the back are like, please stop dropping the mic. Yeah, that's well. That's actually, I'm having the same feeling. Like, it's hard to watch you throw that on the floor because, as a woman, I'm not paid the same exorbitant rates. You guys are paid for your fucking bullshit comedy. <laughs> I have to work for a living, so I know how much mics cost. <laughs> wow. Is that why you brought that mic with you? Yeah, I brought it with me. <laughs> no, it's because I only put cylindrical objects near my mouth if I know where they've been. I, I get it. I think that's I, a solid choice. I agree with you in the sense that this movie is... Uh, it, it's a cultural touchstone. It is a crazy-ass fucking movie. And it, it oddly is like probably one of the most... Progre- like one of the most progressively interesting movies of this time. Un- and the idea that Steve Gutenberg finished this movie... And continued to have a voice yep. or lung capacity. <laughs> After spending He's two, projecting the shit out he of He is screaming he heard, in the he, intimate moments. Screaming all lung. <laughs> he heard it. You have to project to the back of the house. He didn't realize that in film there is no back of the house. He's like, oh, I'll just project to every movie theater's back of the house. John Malkovich and Gary Busey were like, tone it down. <laughs> It's funny though because my Is remembrance of my, my my remembrance of Steve Gutenberg the Goot growing up was that like he was like a sexy guy what but he's, right wasn't that wait full stop what are you talking about but like I thought like that was the whole thing in Police it, Academy it was? That he was I don't think so but that wasn't the you thing think he was the sex symbol. I oh, thought that the like, noises guy. Well, Michael. Like I mean, <laughs> but I mean, but he, he was kind of. Well, right? I don't know if you go by the action figures. He's kind of goofball. He's Maybe goofball he's up okay. here, but downstairs he's all balls goof. Yeah, I don't know. I think so also more three men like, and a little baby. It's like you know, Selleck. Yeah. All right. So maybe. You know that's not good. I know, but I was halfway through the sentence and realized I didn't have a finish. I feel like... All right, so Steve Gutenberg, not a sex symbol. No, I... 45 more minutes to go, guys. Yeah, we gotta go Let's watch YMCA again. (laughs) I thought he was sexy in this. Ooh, I gotta pee. He's sexy in this. But in in Police Academy, he was the guy that was like, yoinkers! Well, I feel like he's like the... Don't tell her it's me where he plays an Australian hot guy and his nerdy self. Wait, why do you love Gutenberg? What is... (laughs) 
What is going on? There is a story here. I don't know. I felt like that was like the funny guy. Well, like, it, corrections like, and omissions. I want questions for Paul <laughs> about his love for Gutenberg. Here's I thought that Gutenberg was like a like, Bible. <laughs> oh, it's so complicated to print. Um, <laughs> you know what, Paul? You know they had to be like, can we leave out numbers? Nobody likes numbers. The most, the most important thing that you'll ever see Steve Gutenberg do is wear the white overalls that he wears on this one. Oh, I wrote <laughs> down no shirt. Are I you wrote down white overalls, me? no shirt. I'm gonna do that. He Please, also wore. I'm gonna wander around LA like white overalls, no shirt. Just getting a coffee and tell Jancy a totally normal outfit. I've never felt more jealous. That's like the most beautiful outfit I've ever seen. I just want to see Steve you look again. So good. Ooh, I got to pee. Yeah, we uh, gotta, we gotta. Well, all right. Let Let's hear Steve quit, and then we'll get into the okay, end. While well, he does, I'm gonna go pee. Well, we, well don't go pee. No, we'll, don't we'll, go, go pee and we'll come back. We'll that makes me come. feel like we're gonna pee here a no, long no. time. <laughs> you hold that pee. Well, I could, like I said in the beginning, I was so happy to have these. How did this get made? All stars for this show. I'm so happy to have you here. Cameron, tell us about your special and anything else you want to tell us about. Oh, yes. So please watch my stand-up special. It's called Marriage Material. I taped it two days before my wedding, which was a terrible idea. Ah. Um, and, uh, but it's, the special's really amazing, and it's on CISO on March 24th, but you can also get it on iTunes or Spotify or Pandora the next day on the 25th. So Pretty great. Check that out. Pete. And listen to your podcast. Uh, oh, and listen to my podcast, which is called Put Your Hands Together. It's a stand-up podcast. Wait, what's it called? It's called Put Your Hands Together. It's great. And I, I co-hosted with my wife, Rhea Butcher. Who also uh, was uh, uh, on the show. And very funny. She's amazing. Pete, That's a full fucking stop. Clap for that. Clap for my wife. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> I Pete want, Holmes had to leave. <laughs> I'm glad I came back for the plugs because I'm taping my special in Chicago on April 16th, and I hope people can come. What are you talking about in this special? I'll be talking about... Uh, I'll be dropping microphones after every yeah. time. I'll be starting... Are there any... Is there any wordplay? No. Where are you, where ah, there's are you a little taping bit. it? All right, all right, thank you. But, uh, where are you taping it? At the Vic... I love the Vic as oh, a yeah. venue. It's That's a great, great place to take. Can people still buy tickets for it? I believe so. When, when will this be out? Uh, there's like in a couple weeks. Yeah. We have a week around this time, yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> nope, I sh- it's I- sold out. Thank you, Zookies. I heard it's sold out. <laughs> you can try and get tickets, but I heard sold out. Um, I hope it sells out because the better the audience, the better show. And that means a lot to me. And also my podcast, You Made It Weird. So good. So exciting. And when can we look forward to your HBO show? What's that? When's your HBO show going to come out? I believe Just... it'll be out in the, in the winter. I love it. <laughs> the winter is coming. <laughs> All HBO shows, we just say winter is coming now. There, uh, Jason. <laughs> but your character in your show is named Winter, right? <laughs> yeah. And, my... and, he, and he goes, goes, Omar is coming. <laughs> and my love interest is named this. Yeah, you got it. I can't wait to fuck this. Oh. Ooh, winter is coming. <laughs> Jason, what do you got? Anything? Uh, nothing, nothing. You know, All right. Just, just, uh, just living the dream. 
Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. And there's so many people that we want to thank. Uh, a big thanks to Avril Halley who put together all this stuff. She has a great uh, web series called Movie Bitches on YouTube. You can watch it there. July Diaz up in the booth. Uh, Nate Kiley does all this research and the extensive research he did on this was so damn impressive. Uh, Marissa Zeitz who just does a bunch of stuff for the show. Leanna Waldron who made all those amazing stickers. Everybody here at Largo, our good friends at Earwolf. And uh, if you have something that we did not talk about, you want to bring it up, bring it up to us on the mini episode. Remember, 619-PAUL-ASK, not Paul-ASS. And, um, and you can call us up and we will do that. The mini episodes are growing and uh, bigger and whatever. Thank uh, you, guys. Hold on, I yes. have to do my thanks. Just 20 more minutes, guys. <clears throat> Thank you so much to Ralph, the uh, parking guy who's been helping with the artist parking here Why'd today. Why'd you point at me? No, Ralph is back there. Pointing right at me. Uh, Jason Manzukis' wardrobe was provided by... I love that you have been bitching about how long this is going, but you also want the last laugh. <laughs> this is Pete Holmes to a T, and we should love him for this. Yeah. He I wants the show to be over, but he also needs to go out on a high note. That's true. Just oh, give it to him. Make Just no fucking mistake. give it to him. We can't leave until Pete gets himself into another mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show, everybody. Thank you. Hey, quick, don't turn the podcast off. I know you probably left it on by accident, but I'm Arnie Niekamp from Hello from the Magic Tavern. This is what's going on. About a year ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King into the fantastical land of Foon. I'm joined by my co-host, a talking badger. Mmm, please. And a magical wizard. I am Usador, blue wizard of the 12th realm of Ephesius. His name goes on a lot longer than that, but oh, we don't have so time for names. it. We interview adventurers, magical creatures, talking animals, and we talk about buttholes a lot. I apologize <laughs> for that. If that sounds interesting, download Hello from the Magic Tavern. Aye, uh, and then you can join me in my quest to defeat the Dark Lord. Correct, Arnold? Correct. Download it on Earwolf, and the entire back catalog is also on the Howl app. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. I love Squarespace. I've built all my websites on Squarespace because it is the all-in-one platform that helps me build my brand for my podcast. It helps grow the brand. And what's so great about it is you don't have to be a designer. No, 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 no. You can get a beautiful website. You can engage with your audience and you can sell anything, your products, your content, and even your time. You have member areas where you can basically have like a gated community. You can let people in. You can have videos behind there. This Whole summer, you can maybe decide to share a newsletter with your followers. And guess what? Squarespace makes it easy for you to do. I mean, I would like to maybe have a, a tour update. Maybe I would just send out an email like, hey, this is what happened last night. Here's some photos. That would actually be a great idea. Maybe we should do that through Squarespace. Anyway, you can also now create pro-level videos. 
because Squarespace has a video studio app. Yeah, they are stepping up their game and they already were great. Go to squarespace.com slash bonkers for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code bonkers, that's B-O-N-K-E-R-S, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain.